With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Still trying to figure out the protocol for Patrick Mahomes. He's passed all the concussion tests, but we don't know what exactly happened to him because he passed the concussion test because he reportedly never had one in the first place. But he was instantly delirious, and uh, reportedly that was due to a nerve in his neck that got tweaked or maybe compressed there, this according to uh, CBS Sports Radio in Kansas City. So there's great news there with the condition of his brain, but he still has to undergo tests this week for this affected nerve. And it's the kind of injury Joe Thomas, the former Cleveland Brown offensive lineman, was with us last week. He said, that's something that could stay with you for years, that it can get tweaked on and off, but uh, they've got the Bills coming up this weekend, and uh, we would expect to see Patrick Mahomes behind center. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The Nets have won four in a row, two in a row with James Harden and Kevin Durant, and as I mentioned in the first hour, it's not like they haven't played together because when people say after two games they look comfortable with each other, They played in over 200 games when they were teammates in Oklahoma City. A little different, although Harden's game is a lot different than it was in Oklahoma City. Kevin Durant's is not, but I'm sure Kevin has an idea of just how James Harden is going to play. Kyrie expected to come back and make uh, his return on Wednesday when they face the Cleveland Cavaliers. By the way, the NFL canceled the scouting combine, as uh, we've come to know it, and they did so on Monday, they uh, are trying to see how they can make this work. It's an unexpected move, but I was told this last week, which I informed the audience, that they weren't going to have the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Uh, Gathering players and team employees from around the country doesn't make sense right now in a lot of ways. It's uh, not that big of a blow to the process. It's a big convention there, and I think what you want, scouts will tell me that, 
They want to see a quarterback in front of a whiteboard where they give you, here's the play. What would you do? Diagram. They want to see in real time what you do. The interviewing process and the medicals are really important. That might be the most important thing they get out of the combine. But uh, some teams are going to have to have private workouts here. Still, the league is uh, disappointed that they're not able to do this because they turned the combine into valuable content for a variety of networks here. But uh, 40-yard dash we love. Love to see Rich Eisen run, Rich, run. But uh, not going to happen this year in Indianapolis. Poll question, McLovin, from the first hour. Are we staying with it in the second hour? Uh, I don't know. So would you bet your life against $1.5 billion, which is a lottery right now, that Mahomes plays on Sunday? 57% say yes. Okay. That's pretty confident. Yeah, it's kind of a snarky poll, but like in the pre-show meeting, Fritzy said there's no chance he doesn't play. But then we had Joe Thomas on. He said, I'm concerned that he'll be in this game still. And it's different. I think the public assumes that players will do whatever and teams will do whatever to get a player back on the field, including circumventing the process. Well, just the fact that Troy Aikman was with us yesterday and Troy ended up in the hospital in the NFC title game and has no idea how he doesn't even remember playing in the NFC title game. And then seven days later, he's playing in the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. There was no two-week break back then. We do assume football players will do whatever it takes to play in a game. I don't know about a compressed nerve, a pinched nerve, and how that can affect him. But we, we sort of know what the concussion protocol is. I don't know about this, but I do assume that if Andy Reid is telling me the truth, Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to play in this game. The... NBC Comedy Thursday, there's a, a new mayor. It's Mr. Mayor Ted Danson, Holly Hunter, Bobby Moynihan. Thursdays, NBC streaming next day on Peacock. Are you going to stay with that poll question? I think we should probably switch it up. Right. Uh, I just have a question. Paul actually mentioned this before the show. Are the Chiefs still favorites against the Bills without Mahomes? Or is it a huge? Or do they still have a good chance of winning with Matt Moore at quarterback? Well, if he's out, out, then Buffalo's going to be favored in Favor- this game. Do you give the Chiefs a chance? So, I mean, is that like such a blow uh, not having Mahomes? They looked okay when he went out, but not great. Of course, I give him a chance. I'm not an, one of these idiots who says you got no chance. Well, you know I mean, what I mean. You always like, have a chance if you're out on the field. You yes. know what I mean. Like sometimes a backup quarterback comes in and just like, oh, that's really bad news. But uh, I don't know about Matt Moore. I don't think Andy Reid blinked. I don't. I think he had total confidence. If he r- let him run those plays, and I don't think he has any problem. He got a lot of talent around him too. But Henny is 35. I think he's been around, and and you know it's. Sorry, I keep saying Matt Moore. It's Chad Hetty we're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, unless something changed here. <laughs> this is great because yesterday when we finished the show, we are discussing Chad Henney and his background when he played it. And Andrew goes, I, he goes, I can not differentiate between Chad Henney and Matt Moore. They seem like the same day. I think they're both from the South. Were they on the Dolphins at some point? Together? I don't know. Remember one of the Dolphins quarterbacks got knocked out by Bud Dupree? Yeah, the... rolling right and got, got crushed. Which one was that? Was it Henny or Moore? I, th- I thought that that was uh, Matt Moore. Two, yes, Paul. 2011 Dolphins had both Matt Moore yeah. and Chad Henny yeah. and J.P. Lossman, <laughs> who, you, who you liked. J.P. Lossman you loved out him. of Tulane. Do you remember when uh, there was that Falcons quarterback, Chris Chandler, I think? There, yeah. was, like, and there was like five quarterbacks with the same name, the same build. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'll get the list of names, but... Uh, no, that's not true. There wasn't five Chris Chandlers in the NFL. No, but there were all those quarterbacks. There who were guys who hurt. may have looked like or played like Chris Chandler. Yes, Paul. 
Chad Henney and Matt Moore, I'm not kidding, are both listed when they played together at six foot three, two 219 pounds. Yeah. The exact same height and weight. One had a beard. I think it was coach's orders to differentiate him. But, but Henny went to Michigan. Where did Matt Moore go? Ooh, who wants a piece I looked of that? It, I actually looked it up yesterday, so I'm out. It's a tough one. I had no idea. Like Louisiana Monroe. That, you, now you're thinking of Matt Mock. Who oh, no, to, he went to LSU. LSU. Matt Mock. Matt Moore is an Oregon State grad. Oh, okay. Every time I'd hear Matt Mock, I'd always think of my relatives and uh, my, my wife's brother, who his name is Mark. And, you know, the family calls him Mork. And I would always think of Matt Mork. Hey, Mork. I go, I thought it's Mark. Yeah, it's Mork. I go, okay. Yeah, McClellan. I was just thinking about how many backups have actually won the Super Bowl. Jeff Hotseller, Nick Foles. So is it Chad Henney. Can you picture that story if he, I don't think it's going to be him, but. No, I, I, I would think with, but I don't know about a pinch nerve or a compressed nerve. I, I don't, all I know is you saw, you know, his reaction to it, his body's reaction to it. And that was what was alarming is we thought, boy, that looks like a horrible concussion. Well, it, I thought the way he acted after was, was worse than the actual hit itself. If you watch it, it's not one of those, like, it's just a glancing blow on the back of his neck or his shoulders, and whatever jolt that was, and it sort of leaves you wobbly there. And Joe Thomas talked about this in the first hour. Like, you can have sort of that feeling of, I'm out on my feet because I have no control of my body. Yeah, Paul. You know, you said this five or six years ago when Andrew Luck was really great, that he takes a, a few too many unnecessary hits. And we all love Mahomes, and it's all rah-rah, and Mahomes is playing perfect, but he takes more hits than he necessarily should because he is a big, thick guy. We met him in person, and he runs a little bit. And when he's not always sliding, he takes a lot of hits. Yeah. You know, when you're young, you think you're invincible. And all it takes is one of those hits just to remind you. That's why whenever Peyton would go down in the fetal position, I'm like, I get it. You know, I want to live to see another play. That My job is to stay on the field. If you include last week, Kansas City 9-0 this season in games decided by seven points or less. That is the best by any team in a single season in NFL history if you combine the regular season and the postseason. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Bill's defensive back, Josh Norman, will join us coming up. This is one of those where I say, uh, who, who are you preparing to face at quarterback on Sunday? And then Josh has to say, we're prepared to face both quarterbacks. I don't know if you go, hey, guys, got to spend a little extra time. We got to prepare for Henny here. If, if I'm preparing for Patrick Mahomes, then I think I could face any quarterback. You know, maybe, maybe not Lamar Jackson. Maybe. But if I can prepare for Patrick Mahomes, I think I'm pretty confident I can prepare for any quarterback here. Uh, we got to throw in that special nickel package for Henny. Yes, boy. The Chad Henny tape is like standard <laughs> definition. It's not even an HD. It's a VCR. <laughs> uh, Jeff in Detroit joins us on the program. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? Hey, what up, though, Dan, fellas? I uh, wanted to make a declarative statement. And I wanted to give a public service announcement. <laughs> uh, declarative statement is going to be the two goats. Uh, we're seeing something in sports that we've never seen before. A tandem of goats between uh, Brady and LeBron. 18 years for Brady. I mean, LeBron, 21 for Brady. 
Both of them makes the best out of any situation. Both of them, whenever they are in a team, at a team, rings seem to follow. Championship seems to follow, and they whip them guys in the shape. I think that's probably one of the best attributes about a leader: being able to lead, getting everybody on the same page, and winning championships. And both of them have done it in spades. Um, the Mega Millions drawing tonight. Dan, last week, I played the numbers, and I actually hit, and this is no lie, I hit four out of the five numbers and the Powerball, which yields $10,000 on the Mega Millions ticket. The only problem was, Dan, I put it on the Powerball. I kid you not, I had to go over to my mother's house, sit down, and, and just take it in because I honestly thought that I had won. And it's like somebody taking $10,000 away from me. I kid you not. Even talking about it right now. <sighs> pisses me off because I was so close. I mean, I actually thought that I had won. At first, I thought I had won like $500 million. Then I saw, thought I had won $10,000. I'm running through the house. I'm jumping up and down. I look at the computer screen. It says Mega Millions, and my ticket says Powerball. Oh, no. Sickness. So make sure. <laughs> make sure that you play Mega Millions. I'm telling you, had you, listen, Dan, had I won that $500 million, man, please, you would have been catching me walking around Central Park collecting bird feathers and drinking tree sap. I kid you not. I'd have been crazy. Would you have Done. still called into the show if you won? Oh, heck yeah, man. Okay. I've been sat- Listen, on my yacht, right off the coast, right there. Hey, look, <laughs> I would show up for me Friday, baby, with a uh, with an na- uh, uh, apron on. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff. And sorry about that. And good luck. Good luck tonight. Um, that's pretty crushing right there. Oh, man. That would just torture me. The closest I ever came, which actually isn't really close at all, to winning um, Powerball or, or one of these big lotteries, was I had every number just one number off. So if the, if the winning numbers were like 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, I had 1, 3, 5, 7, 9. Every single number was exactly one off. It was like... Damn it! So close. Yes, Todd. We had five of the six numbers once in the New York Lotto, but it was a record-breaking number of people that got five numbers. So instead of it being a tremendous amount of money, it ended up being like eight, nine hundred dollars because like eleven hundred people on that particular night had five of the six numbers. I don't know if I've ever played. I, I think I've played it maybe five times in my life. I just it goes back to gambling. It feels like gambling. And it feels like something I can do this every single day. And and then you buy one ticket and then you go, no, let's buy five tickets. Then you buy 10 tickets. And then I go, no, nope, I can't do this. If I go down the rabbit hole, can't do it. And and I, I, I don't like when we did it uh, the other day, we don't we put in money and I just said, all right, just let me know if we want. I don't care. I don't want to I don't want to see the numbers. I'm going to you know what the big German did. Big German went solo. Well, I found this out yesterday. Rogue? Wow. Yes. That is a breach of the uh, covenant there. So yesterday, I'm here I'm, I'm here in the afternoon. And, uh, I, you know, we all put in money together. And it was five bucks a man. And then we were going to share it. And uh, so I'm here late yesterday afternoon. Big German's in with his dog, Penny. And we're just talking. And uh, he said, uh, I... Uh, I got to come clean on this. And I go, what? He goes, I went rogue on the, uh, the Powerball, Mega Millions. I, I didn't, I didn't, like if I won, then I was going to win, but I wasn't going to be involved with it. But Seton bought the tickets for the group, 
But the big German went rogue. And not only that, when I got home, uh, my wife was like, did you get lottery tickets? And I said, yeah, but I got them with the group. She said, yeah, but what about ours? <laughs> and I was just like, no, 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 I can't do that. Because then if I have oh. 35 tickets sitting in my pocket and then I got two winners over here, like nobody's going to mm. believe that these are the ones. I'm like, we got to just keep it. All with the group or, or yeah. not. That's it, The big German has completely took the team-building part of a team-building thing. Yes, he did. Yes, he wow. did. In fact, he should switch on the camera if you're watching Peacock and show the control room. There he is with his dog, <laughs> Penny. And uh, that's the big German sitting with all of his friends. Penny's very upset right now. Yeah, you could it. see the disgust on Penny's face. <laughs> you could see it. Yeah. But he told me that. And I went, wait, we were doing this as a group. Wow. But uh, speaking of which, uh, tonight it's eight hundred and fifty million. Just saying. Now, are we all in? Everyone except for the big German. Yeah, yeah, we don't want him. I'm not even asking. Yeah, I don't care. Now I really want to win. <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't really want to win before, but I want to see Eric's face when I'm rolling in my uh, yeah. yacht. Dude, that is messed up. Yeah. If Seton would have bought a ticket away, that would have been triple messed up because he knows that mm. you'd be putting oh. yourself into a jam. Oh, like yeah, I could have. Even if I wanted, it would be like I'd got to split it up 14 ways anyway because no one's going to believe no. that this is the right one. That's why I didn't even bother buying them. Like, you just can't can't put yourself in that position. Have your wife's cousin do it or something. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Josh Norman, the Bills defensive back, will join us, and uh, Chris Weber, NBA on TNT, on what he sees, what he likes about the Nets, and uh, the role that Kyrie plays when he comes back. I uh, mentioned what happened at Tennessee, recruiting violations that uh, my source said they were handing out money in McDonald's bags to recruits, and I just throw this out here as a name to think or consider – as a former Tennessee volunteer and a future Hall of Famer, um, I think Witten would be a uh, would be a good hire there in Tennessee. If I think that, uh, and and Peyton is Peyton Man is going to be involved in this, from what I'm told, and uh, you know maybe if you get Jason Witten in there, kind of bring back a little, I don't know, I would say normalcy, but I don't, I don't. Even, T Martin is another name that has uh, been brought up. Uh, because, you know, of course, uh, his role in winning a national title at Tennessee. Yes, uh, yes, Todd. If you lie about getting money in McDonald's bags, what would that be called? My little joke for the day. All righty. Who can get it? This is the one joke Todd gets today. (laughs) That's it. Okay, so set it up. Okay, think about the menu. What would it be if you lied about getting money in McDonald's bags? An, uh, An unhappy meal. It's up. It's a. It's something. That it's got to be better than that. It's something that uh, they made a long time ago, and it just recently came back. McFib. A McFib. Oh, <laughs> you got let's it. Go. We'll take it a break, let's Dan. Go. You made a McFib. If yeah. you lie about it. Yeah. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> this is a. This is like a wheelhouse for Fritz. He eats McDonald's I'm every so four days. I'm so happy right now that you're going. But you know, it's 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 sad that I can read Todd's. Like I'm on the same My wavelength. My third grade humor. Yeah, you should be too <laughs> happy about McFib. McFib. <laughs> I don't know about any money. Uh, thank you, Todd. All right, let's take a break. Uh, phone calls are welcome. We'll get to those. Uh, we'll check in with Josh Norman and uh, get his thoughts on facing Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. 19 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I've teamed up with Full Sail University. When we started, we had four students. Four students who said, all right, let me try it. And I thought, okay. We're going to grow this thing. 
last count, we have over 300 students because they've seen the results where I don't want you to get an internship. I want you to get a job in this business. You're going to get a bachelor's degree, teaches you all the aspects of sportscasting. In front of the camera, behind the camera, podcasting, radio, being a producer. And there's so many things I love about Full Sail. Uh, The biggest reason is the approach to education. I want to give you the answers to the test. I want to let you know of my 40 years in this business, the things that you need to know. We have over 200 years of experience with people in the business with our faculty. They know what this is all about, whether they're on the air or behind the scenes. Producers, directors, um, they're going to be able to help you through this 20-month process. You can get a bachelor's degree in about half the time, as short as 20 months, and you could uh, earn your degree online or Full Sail's uh, campus in Orlando, Florida. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsail.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We were talking about Chad Henney and Matt Moore, and are they the same person? And then... McLovin said uh, some of the uh, audience members had suggested that there was Chris Chandler and then Chris Miller, Chris Miller, both with Atlanta, I believe. Yes, <laughs> that they could have been the same quarterback. But Chris Chandler was very good, but had concussion. problems. Yes, yes. He got beat up. In fact, I thought Chris Chandler for the first three years was the quarterback in Houston before Air McNair took over as the starting quarterback. Yes, Paul. I think the Saints for a short period of time, but a great period of time, had both Billy Joe Tolliver and Billy Joe Hobart on the roster. Did they also have Bobby Bear there I hope as well? So. <laughs> I hope so. Wait, so they had Billy Joe Tolliver. Yes. And he was a career backup. And who was the other one? Billy Joe Hobart. Billy Joe Hobart. I don't know the difference. They're <laughs> sure they're different people. Yes, we love it. I was thinking about uh, Josh Norman, by the way, yeah. coming up. Do you have to talk trash to be a cornerback? Like, is that like a required skill? Is it certain positions good to be able to talk? We were talking about, uh, Seton mentioned Aaron Rodgers versus Dominican Sue next week. We love <laughs> that trash talking. Okay? Are cornerbacks better than anybody, or is Aaron Rodgers and Sue the best? There are times when I have to remind myself, and Dominican Sue is playing for the Buccaneers. Because it used to be you knew where he was on the field. That's not the case as much anymore. But there was a shot from behind with the Saints, and you could see Dominican Sue right there in front of Drew Brees. And then I go, that's right. Because they do have some young talent on that defense. Tampa Bay does. Yes, McLovin. And then Tom Brady's out talking trash to guys, oh, too. Know. But that's, I, I think Brady, that's who he is. He, he has to get motivated, or he motivates himself, and that's how he does it. Um, I, I don't know who else would do that. When you think of quarterbacks, I always think you got to be careful, you know, because you're one pick away or sack away. And, um, you know, you just put yourself out there to be embarrassed. Yeah, Paulie. When I'm watching Packers games, though, it doesn't look like Rodgers is trash talking as much as he's just holding conversations with people. Like a defensive guy will sack him and he'll get up and, and there's a casual conversation. It doesn't seem like a fight or a terse. It could be like, hey, uh, you kind of grabbed my socks there and gave me a wedgie. Or, you know, it seems casual. But Brett Favre used to do this. Brett Favre would engage, certainly with Warren Sapp. He enjoyed that. I don't think it was trash talking. And if it was, it was playful trash talking. But I don't know if Ben Roethlisberger says anything to anybody. But Aaron Rodgers didn't have to say anything on the one moment this weekend that I thought was the best moment I saw this weekend was Rodgers is there and he's looking over the defense, 
and you see this smile on his face as he gets ready to hike the ball and he throws the uh, you know 50-yard touchdown pass to Lazard. He knows. And, you know, imagine being a defensive player when the quarterback knows what you know and there's nothing you can do about it. Because I go back to the Super Bowl with the Giants against the Patriots and Plexico Burris caught the game-winning score in the Super Bowl. Well, Rodney Harrison told me the story. He said he realized that I think it was Ellis Hobbs, who's 5'11", and Plexico Burris is 6'5". He wants to change the defensive coverage. He wants to change the call. And I think he and Teddy Bruschi had a disagreement on it, but Rodney knew that Eli saw this mismatch, and it, and it was single single coverage. Might have, I don't know if it was Seau or it was Bruschi, uh, but I, I do know that Rodney wanted to get out of that that defensive coverage, and he saw what was going to happen. And Ellis Hobbs at you know five ten, five eleven, and Plexigo Burris, you know, it was no contest there for that touchdown. Update the poll results, Sarah McLevin. Okay, would you bet a week's? I'm sorry, your life versus one point five billion dollars that Mahomes plays on. Sunday, we fifty-eight uh, percent say yes. They'd make that. Wait, bet. if he doesn't play, you die. Yeah, so you die. Oh, yeah. I was trying to make that. Clear. That was Paul's idea, by the way. A lot Not, of upside, though. That money. Mm. He said a week's pay is too lame. So, well, give I, me. What are the other poll questions? Okay, I, I'm still interested. In, would you uh, rather pay Baker Mayfield first or Lamar Jackson first? I would rather pay Lamar Jackson first. I'm a little worried about injuries with him because he got concussed in the last game and he has he, he carries like 16 or 17 times a game. Well, it just feels like his ceiling is higher than Baker's. You know, I don't know if they let Baker cook. I don't know. By the way, do you see where the Seahawks are thinking about bringing in Adam Gase as the offensive coordinator? Did somebody let Jamal Adams know that <laughs> Andrew Gase might come in and he doesn't like him? Like, I, I was like, what? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, McClellan. Adam Gase also, by the way, is in that Tennessee mix, apparently, with mm. Peyton. Mm. I don't like that at all. He doesn't seem like a college coach, does he? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know what Tennessee's logic is, but, um, you know, I know the Haslam brothers and Peyton are reportedly involved in who's going to be the next head coach there at Tennessee. Yeah. We, we had a big debate about whether a guy could jump from the field to a coach position. I think they can, but Paul, not so sure. Well, with Witten, though, I don't think the... I think the upside of Witten is pretty good, but it, I don't know if uh, 17, 18-year-olds are going to jump for Jason Witten. I, like, if you saw what Deion Sanders is doing at Jackson State, Deion Sanders is getting a bunch of disgruntled D1 players to come join him and his staff because Deion still translates. Okay, there's nothing that's been reported about Jason Witten. That's just me based, based off you know some things that I've heard. I would look at that. I'd look at T. Martin. I'd look at Jason Witten. I mean, you got to install some integrity here because Tennessee used to be a formidable uh, college program. But how about you get it back where it's legitimate, where you're not handing out money in McDonald's bags to recruits? Yeah, McLovin. But you told us several years ago that some large percentage of the SEC breaks that rule about paying players. Like, I thought you told us 70% of the players get paid or something. Or Tony Dungy told us. Somebody was telling us. Like, so how does Tennessee get caught when a lot of people Well, you can't be blatant where you're handing out money in a McDonald's bag. Was I making up that number? Did you? You were, because I don't think I ever said that 70% of the SEC bends the rules. Okay, I'm going to find the quote. Yeah, or right. does steroids? I can't remember. It was one of those things. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can't be so flippant here in what you're saying. 
Not you. It was a, a guest told us. I'm that, a respected her. journalist here. Let's bring in uh, Josh Norman, the Bills cornerback, the uh, pride of Coastal Carolina, and he's uh, partnered with the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Crescent Region, South Carolina, doing some great things there. And it's a teen center that opens soon, provides a safe place for youth uh, between the ages of uh, 13 and uh, 18 years of age. After school, during the summer, uh, Wegmans just donated $135,000 to Josh's Buffalo Business Blitz, supporting small businesses. How's morale in Buffalo, Josh? Tell you what, it's it's beyond crazy. Uh, I think you know these guys. If they could get in stadium, they would definitely come. <laughs> uh, but the sixty seven hundred that was in there, I'm telling you, they sound like sixty thousand. So it, it was crazy. Are you outside crazy. right now, the building? <laughs> yeah, kind of outside. <laughs> I came out here to get away uh, for a second, but um, yeah, everything so far has been great. Um, it's just beautiful here. I mean, look at we got snow and everything going on, so it's beautiful out here. Wait, show me the parking lot. Who's got the best ride in the parking lot? <laughs> well, honestly, you know, it, it, when you look at it, you got this this hog right here. You know, it's <laughs> whose is that? Pretty fancy. You know. Is that yours? Oh, that, yes. oh, oh, okay. That's, that's the only one that matters. <laughs> uh, when did you know you guys had something special in Josh Allen? How long did it take practice or games? Uh, you know, when we first got here, um, all the way back in, you want know, to go to training camp, really Zoom calls before the training camp. And then, you know, going each and every day we got to training camp, playing with these guys and competing. I mean, talent was out of this world. I mean, we let go of some guys early on in training camp that like can play on anybody's roster. So we knew it was going to have the ball club when that happened. And then we started getting to the games and we started to get our feet rolling. We was like, okay, we can do this thing. But we had a little spot there in the middle. And then we started rolling. We capped off one win after another win. And it's like, oh, we find our groove now. So once we got our groove, we were like, okay, let's, let's get to the playoffs. And the playoffs came and here we are, and it's, it's like, man, we can do this thing. So we always believed, and we always had that notion of where we were going to be in when all of it, you know, the dust settled. But now to actually truly see it come to fruition, all our hard work and all our dedication that we put into, you know, the field and the craftsmanship that we was able to obtain with all the pieces, you know, we put this thing together. You got to give your hats and credit off to Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott for making such a team, man, because they compiled a lot of guys from different places to come on and um, be a supporting cast to the guys that's already here. What's it like when you're facing Mahomes and you know he's in a rhythm? Um, you know, when a guy like that is in a rhythm, it's kind of hard to, you know, game plan for. It's kind of hard to get out there and stop him. But, you know, we got players, I, I feel like, on this team that – um, it's equipped for that and made for that and, and really for these tough times they come through and they give us big plays game after game somebody is stepping up and making a play for us and um, we was evident of that last week with Taron Johnson with that 101 yard interception return that was so big it was like a backbreaker for them so um, we, we're relying on you know our keys our, our, our teammates to make more plays uh, I think when you play a guy like that you can't really let them you know, get you off track of what you do. Um, 
you, you can't be so much concerned about what he does, but more so what you do and trying to maintain that at all times. But are you more concerned about Tyreek Hill or Jason Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Uh, you respect the players, but you don't, you know, you don't fear them. Uh, I think there's a respect and admiration there uh, for sure. Uh, but there's no fear. Um, they have to play us too. And at the end of the day, uh, we played them before. They know what we look like. And um, they know we, um, we know what they look like. So, it, hey, we're going we're gonna to play a ball game. And it's going to come down to you know, who can last the longest in those 60 minutes. And uh, it's going to be a great, great game. I can't. I can't wait for it. We already excited. Shoot, I wish we could play tomorrow. Actually, today, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm anticipating that for sure. He's uh, Josh Norman. Uh, they play the Chiefs, the AFC Championship game. That'll be at uh, 6:40 Eastern on CBS. When did you realize you were uh, a meme? When uh, you got this stiff arm from uh, from Henry? Uh, I don't know, man. Like I don't. I don't pretty much concern myself with such things. <laughs> it's a play. You know, I, I actually go out there. Wait, wait, Josh, listen. Josh, you're in the AFC title game. I figured I could ask you, and, and you might have a little bit of fun that Derrick Henry tossed you to the sidelines. I mean, listen here, man. When you're going after the ball, you're going to get tossed regardless. Like, it's just something that you have a knack for. Uh, for me, I don't look at it from a, a standpoint of what people say after the fact. I looked at if I'm going to actually make that play during the fact. And then coming back two plays later, we got off the field from plays that we made. So I don't get too much <laughs> caught up into that, man. I don't. It's a laugh. It's a joke. I mean, we're in society now. We like to see the oohs and the ahs and the glitz and the glams of the sport. And that's great. But when you're out there, the only thing you're thinking about is getting the opponent and getting the ball from him. So I can care less. It was something to laugh about. But now, you know, we're in the playoffs into the AFC <laughs> Championship. And... He's not, so. And, and Derrick Henry is. is not in the AFC title game, so. Hey, man, hey, look, more, <laughs> hey, respect to the man. He has 2,000 yards rushing. Listen, that's hard to do for anybody. Only eight people did, and he did it. So, hey, hats off to him and everything they got going. So, Hey, and uh, congratulations what you're doing with the uh, Bur- uh, Boys and Girls Club of uh, Crescent Region, South Carolina, and also what you're doing uh, in Buffalo, Buffalo Business uh, Blitz, uh, supporting small businesses. So, that's great, yeah. great, great things to be able to uh, be a part of. Oh, absolutely. We, we opened a teen center in Greenwood, South Carolina, Starfield 14 Center down there. We, and as you said, we partnered with the Boys and Girls Club of America, and they actually the Crest region, and they actually helping us um, open up teen center here in February when all this is said and done. And so when that happened, I, that's one of my biggest things that – I really wanted for myself in this tenure of me being here in the league is just open up a team center for the kids out there in the area. They needed the most. And so the Buffalo Business Blitz that we have going on now is helping out the small businesses here in Buffalo who was up shut down due to the COVID time that we had during this offseason, during the seasons. Um, and we was just trying to give a help and support to them. So this awesome. is what we're doing out here. Uh, let's get Coastal Carolina versus Alabama, Josh. <laughs> Why not? I was talking to Levi Wallace about that in the locker room. Why not? I mean, hey, let's clash the hey, let's clash the Titans. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on coastal, so it is what it is. <laughs> hey, great to talk to you as always. Have fun in uh, Kansas City. We appreciate your time as always. Well, I appreciate you guys, and thank you all for having me on. And we'll catch y'all again soon. Thank you, bud. That's uh, Josh Norman, the Bills' cornerback, out in the parking lot there. That's great.
He was also runner-up on uh, Dancing with the Stars in 2018. Remember, he was he was the void. Like when you wanted to get a cornerback who had something to say, it was Josh Norman there. 2015 in Carolina, and then you had the Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, that beef that would uh, went on for quite some time. But also, like I I figured you're in the AFC title game. I can bring up the Derrick Henry stiff arm. <laughs> I like your guys' reaction. You're, you're like, like, oh, oh what'd man, you do that for? <laughs> this, this was going so well. Why did you do that? I know, but I had to do it. I because I I don't know if you realize in the moment what just happened and then how long it takes after that before you realize that Derrick Henry basically just brushed you off like dandruff. I'm going to guess that sometime within the next hour after the game, he realized that it was a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Doesn't take long. He was aware. Doesn't take long to become a meme. Or as Jim Nance will say, a meme Yes, Todd. He was probably looking at it the other way. You think I can joke with him because, hey, they're in the AFC title game. And he's like, we're in the AFC title game. Why do you got to bring up something from the past? <laughs> One win away from the Super Bowl. Why do we need to I'm that? on to Kansas City. All right, take a break. Phone call's coming up. The bizarre story of the New York Mets general manager. He hadn't been on the job very long. He already got fired. Have that for you coming up at the top of the hour. And Chris Weber will join us on... Is Kyrie good for the Nets when he comes back? Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Top of the hour. This bizarre story with the uh, Mets general manager. He has uh, been fired. Uh, um you know, you go back to Carlos Beltran. He got fired before he even managed a game for the New York Mets. Although, I hope that Carlos Beltran gets another chance. By all accounts, that, uh, you know, a great team guy, and I know what happened in Houston, or at least we have an idea what happened there, but it feels like some of those, you know, if he was a player coach or something, then he, he would have gotten off probably because players, you know, weren't going to be uh, punished at all. But uh, the Mets decided it didn't look good when Beltron came over there after being with uh, the Mets. This is uh, MondayMorningQuarterback.com. Top 10 landing spots for Deshaun Watson. Uh, let me start at number 10. Let me see. Do you guys... Now, number two on this list, I get and would be scary. Uh, but I, I don't know if that's possible. But I'll get to that in a moment. Denver Broncos, number 10. Washington football team, number nine. Bears, number eight. Raiders, seven. Patriots, six. Saints, five. Steelers, four. Dolphins, three. Number two on your list, San Francisco 49ers. I can't imagine Deshaun Watson with San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Man, that would be scary. Jets are number one on the list. I mentioned this to the Danettes. I had somebody who said, I think I just show, I saw Deshaun Watson in the village on Bleecker Street. And uh, this is in New York City. And I said to the person, that doesn't seem right. And uh, the person said, yeah, and uh, he has an Atlanta Falcons jacket on. And I go, that doesn't seem right. And then I see these pictures of Deshaun Watson in the village with a Falcons. It, it sounds like it's a game of Clue. Deshaun Watson in the village with a Falcons jacket on, not returning the Texans' calls. Yes, Paul. The Jets have a ton of draft picks to give up, but I don't think Sam Darnold would be involved in that trade. I don't think that's 
I don't think you could sell acquiring Sam Darnold to your fans. But Tua seems like a, a mystery there. Like he's young enough and upside enough to be tradable, or is that? Uh, yeah. I was just looking. If you looked at the, the Dolphins compared to the Jets for a trading partner, well, you have the Jets at the number two pick. The Texans could then take their quarterback if they wanted to. Um, the Dolphins have the third pick. Now you might want to go with the Jets to make sure you get your quarterback. You know who's going one. Now you're on the clock because who you can take Justin Fields, you can do whatever you want at number two. You can control the draft there. But I, I, I don't know if this is you know something that's uh, not retrievable, that, that you can somehow bring somebody in and, and talk him down. It, the only thing I thought of, let's say you brought in Dabo Sweeney. That would be the only way I look at this and I go, okay, then this is probably going to work. I mean, I'm assuming that he still gets along with his college head coach. But if Eric Bieniemy, you know, and they're not going to hire anybody, they're not going to hire Bieniemy until, I'm going to guess, after the postseason if he would get the job. But I don't know if it's one of those obligatory interviews with Eric Bieniemy or they truly are interested in hiring Eric Bieniemy. Because I'll go back on what I told this audience two weeks ago, there was a strong chance Eric Bieniemy was not going to get a head coaching job. And at the time, everybody's reaction in this room was, that's not possible. You got all these openings. That's not possible. It is possible. Uh, but that's um, Monday morning quarterback on the landing spots. Would the uh, Jets be the number one destination there? Depends on what you want to give up. And uh, if you, if you can find your franchise quarterback, you know you have a franchise quarterback. This isn't one of those, we're going to draft one that we hope will be. You have one with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, McLovin. Like Washington's number nine on this list. They have the 19 pick in the draft and no assets to trade. Yeah. How would they get Deshaun Watson? They won't. That, that, I don't see that happening. Uh, Michael in Indiana. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Six morning. foot, 165. Yeah. Uh, okay, quick NFL question for you. If Patrick Mahomes does not play this weekend, which Michigan quarterback has a better chance of winning? Matt Moore, I'm sorry, Chad Henney against the Bills or Tom Brady against the Packers? Uh, I'd probably go with Tom. I'd probably go with Tom. Seems like he's got a little better resume in big games like this. Just a little bit there. Yes, well. Going back to the Jets, I looked at the past eight or nine Jets number one draft picks. They be they do well to get rid of all their number one draft picks because nothing's working. Uh, you can go back. Calvin Pryor, out of the league. Leonard Williams, different team. Darren Lee, nothing special. Jamal Adams, different team. Sam Darnold, they're about to give up on. You know, their first round draft picks the past seven years, almost zero impact. So this way, we're not going to disappoint our fans by them thinking we're going to get, get it right in the draft. Yes. Let's take that out of the equation. Let's just trade all of our draft picks and then bring in Deshaun Watson. Right. And I see. Uh, Kay in Los Angeles is back. Hi, Kay. How's it going, Danny? The greatest, man. Listen, you know who else is the greatest? Tom Brady. And he's going to win it all. I'm going to tell you why. If I had your email, I would, just, I would send you the snapshots that I – told my brother-in-law, he's a Tampa fan, I said, you guys are going to win it. It's going to be Bucks and Chiefs. And I, and I got the paperwork to prove it. The reason why, Tom Brady, he has this supreme level confidence, kind of like Michael Jordan. It's like 
every year, you know, when he would get to the finals, they thought Malone, you know, when he won the MVP that, oh, this would be the year, you know, Malone wins. He didn't win. Or maybe Reggie Miller, he didn't win. Or even when Barkley got the MVP, didn't beat Jordan. Well, uh, you know what, Case? Send it to uh, dp at danpatrick.com, and then we'll be able to see when you uh, made this prediction there. I don't think it's a hot take to say that, you know, Brady's really great and he's kind of like Michael Jordan. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. Pump the brakes. I called it, by the way. Tom Brady's great. Yeah. You did. You called it before anybody. Yeah, like 10 years ago. It was like 20 years ago, Seton said. I called it. Didn't he – did Chad Henney come – after Tom Brady, right? So Brady was there, and he somehow went in and outperformed Tom Brady at oh. Michigan. Yeah, I said it. One more hour to go, Dan Patrick Show. One more item in the second hour. Ever wonder how far an extra mile really goes? Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out. You got a variety of vans there. The durable Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van or the versatile Mercedes-Benz Metris. And each is tailored to match your work or play lifestyle. So many options that you can add to these vans. Options like the blind spot assist, the active lane keeping assist, the MBUX voice command technology, which is really cool. You get directions, weather forecast, comfort control, and more. And what better way to go the extra mile than your very own upfitted, or as I like to say, tricked out Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van you could win by entering Fox Sports Radio's ultimate tailgate rig sweepstakes. Just go to FoxSportsRadio.com or DanPatrick.com. Enter, get official rules, a chance to win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van equipped with TVs, a wood pellet grill. Get all the info, entry details, FoxSportsRadio.com or DanPatrick.com. Sweepstakes end January 24th. Some equipment described is optional. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.